Hello and welcome in everybody. Quick snaps, the podcast. It's uh, comedy, football, talk. It's Aaron Hodges and Kostaki Economopoulos. Hello there. How do you do? <laughs> Man, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, the Falcons uh, almost went to overtime against the best football team in America. Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty much everybody's alive. The Cowboys and Giants still could w- could win the division. They're five and ten. Is that right? Correct. They're playing for the division title next week. So here's the scenario for the Giants, real quick. Okay. The Eagles play the Washington football team, and the Giants right. play the Cowboys. If the Eagles defeat Washington and the Giants beat the Cowboys, the Giants are in the playoffs as NFC East champions. Wow, that's amazing. At six and ten. At six and ten. If everything goes right, they'll finish at six and ten and win. That's correct. Okay. Well, that's something. That's fun. That's fun to root for. Let's do that. I'd really be sweating if I put that ten grand on it. Oh, wow. That's right. <laughs> so it's roughly a 20%-ish at this point. You got to win and the good team over there has to lose. I don't know. Can we get Kornacki on this? Because I feel like... Jalen we... Hurts. See, if here's what happens. Jalen Hurts does this and the Redskins do... And the, then the... Right. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Haskins gets fired. uh that's another big news story Dwayne Haskins uh unsummarily cut today just cut from the team what do you make Uh, of that I mean it's all the strikes right he's been terrible and he's been terrible off the field so but yeah to give up on your first round quarterback a season I mean I guess it's two seasons in not quite two seasons in. First round quarterback cut, not traded, not, not even, cut. Wow. I can't remember. Is it? Have there been articles today about the last time something like this happened? Like who's the cop on this? I can't think of anything like this. The only thing I could think of is uh, Jamarcus Russell or Ryan Leaf. You know, something something like that. A very quick fall from grace from a high draft pick quarterback. I think that's the most recent memory of something because they're acting like idiots off the field too, the way the Haskins going. I don't know. Maybe I heard it was like a birthday party or something, but it looked like he was in a strip club. It was his girl. I looked this up because there was some confusion about the facts. It's the girlfriend's birthday party where there are strippers. It was not a strip club. He clarified for the media. It was his girlfriend's party where he was, with her and the photo is of him in close proximity to folks with no mask and a handful of ones. <laughs> <laughs> so it has all the trappings of a strip club, but just doesn't happen to be in an official building. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Got that's, his, that's his best yeah. defense. <laughs> they, they busted up an illegal gambling joint, but they said it's not a casino. No, it's not a casino. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. that to me that sort of buries the lead like his girlfriend has strippers at her birthday party like what's happening can we how does this hey man i i don't know some people have you know loose definitions of what a girlfriend is and some of them are true they they say you know hey yeah that's that's my girl he's you know he told the other one that's his girl too but she (laughs) she found out she's not by looking at the pictures on the in the newspaper right that's right yeah (laughs) In the newspaper. (laughs) Girlfriend's uh, birthday party sounds a lot better than side piece. 
No, that's right. Yeah. No girlfriend at that age has is reading a newspaper. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> that Maybe never true. even seen a newspaper up close. All right, she found out on Twitter. <laughs> on the gram. On the gram. Well, oh, look at you! Look at you! That's apparently where the thing originally was posted, and then. You know, somebody grabbed it and then they deleted it, but it was too late. That's what happens on the gram. You probably don't know the gram like I know. No, I don't. You're entrenched <laughs> way deeper than I am. Uh, and of course, the big story of the weekend is the Jets won and the Jaguars lost, which yeah. clinches the number one overall pick for the Jaguars. No matter what happens, week 17, they're the worst team in football. And they need it. We're number one. They did it. Congratulations. Good for them. Congrats, Jacksonville Jaguars. You know what? Let's give you a little love. That was your 1B for a little while, for half a minute, right? That was your second favorite team one year. We we embraced yeah. second favorite teams. Yeah, back when Blake Bortles was playing at a higher level than Eli Manning. <laughs> I'm glad you remember that. Yeah. I, 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 uh, it, it didn't take much for me to jump off that ship, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you got on that ship. That's a that ship was leaky from the beginning. It was a silly ship, but they were interesting for a couple of years. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. They're, they're just probably going to be trash for a while, right? Until they move. Well, to now London. they get the number one overall pick. You get your Trevor Lawrence. You move to England. You play in London. You do a bunch of crazy stuff. Then you're a fun story again. That's what I'm rooting for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Take your. Uh, Take your romance novel cover boy to, to London and play some football over there. That's what I'm. I thought it was hilarious, by the way, that you ended up using the clip of us talking about that when you were working out with Fabio. I had follow, follow, follow up Fabio questions. I had to work out with Fabio. When, That's what I do when I'm in Hollywood. When you were working out <laughs> in Hollywood, like a big time comedy star, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and Fabio was in the same building. Were you able to concentrate or were you just staring at him the whole time? Yeah, I remember. I remember to kind of just keep my eye on Fabio. It was such an interesting situation. I couldn't, you know, whatever, like care about my reps or whatever I'm doing. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you got to see if those little pirate ties stay tied. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. So yeah. What was the, the, the next best celebrity sighting in the gym? Was there another one? I want to say there was there were there was like another like one of those you know like fourth tier uh, actors that you see you, you have no idea what his name is but he's familiar kind of guy. I feel like there was one of those kind of guys there. Yeah, That's and maybe a, a woman of a similar sort of level. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, but somebody that somebody who knows more about the universe than me would actually know who they are. I just, to me they're just like ah that, that guy you know. Kiefer Sutherland, your brother says. <laughs> Is there a Kiefer Sutherland story that you told him? Uh, I don't remember that. Maybe. That's all right. All right. It's back to football. The Browns really blew it. I'm huh? terrible with memories. The, the Browns, Browns blew, blew it. it. You're right. The Browns, the Browns needed to win to get into a good situation and lost to the Jets, who up until recently we thought was the worst team in football. That's really, that's a big storyline. And what the hell were they doing? That's embarrassing and horrific. Baker Mayfield was very, uh, was sort of heroic and manly about it afterwards. You know, he said, it's all on me. I need to play better. I didn't do this. We were in a situation to win and I, I blew it. 
which I thought was a little heavy handed from himself, but it's a noble, noble take, you know. I mean, they were, yeah, he, he fumbled on a, like a fourth and one uh, and turned it over essentially. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's impressive, I guess, for a quarterback to do. That's what you're supposed to do. He was also playing without, I guess, all the wide receivers and tight ends were out. So they had all these practice top, squad guys. Did you follow that story at all? Yeah, top all the all the starting wide receivers were on the COVID nineteen list, and of course Beckham has already been gone for a while. So all the rest of them are on COVID nineteen list. So as all these all these scrubs come in, and they weren't allowed to practice on Saturday, so they took all the all the new receivers and they did a run through in the parking garage next to the team hotel <laughs> on Sunday morning because they didn't, they couldn't practice on Saturday. That's a pretty tough situation. And so what did the Cleveland Browns do for the entire game? Did they hand the ball off to two of the best running backs in the league? No, they threw it over and over and over again to the guys who needed a run through in the parking garage. <laughs> I don't understand. Why would you, I mean, yeah, I I'm mean, not I, Mr. X's and O's, but come on. I get the next man up mentality, but uh, you're yeah, playing the you're goddamn right. Jets. Give it to Nick Chubb and shut the hell up. What? What's the game plan? What are you? Why are you throwing the ball? You should throw it. Whatever the amount of plays you need to throw it to make sure they don't put ten guys in the box on every down, you throw it uh, that many and not one play more. And then when Nick Chubb is tired, you give it to Kareem Hunt. Like, stop throwing the ball to these guys we've never heard of. Yeah, you're right. That you're right. I mean, <laughs> there's stubborn, and then there's and there's hard headed. But uh, <laughs> you got to change your game plan when your entire personnel changes, and you have these stud running backs. You're absolutely right, man. They should have just been. I mean, I'd love to see what that breakdown was. If they were running enough or passing, look like from what I saw, they were passing quite a bit. You're right. Yeah. And it, and it was often exactly what you think, like pretty good pass, not a catch. <laughs> I remember. All right. Here's a little name drop uh, way back in the day. I had a hookup and I went to the uh, I went to see the Colts uh, practice one time and it was sort of in the heyday and it was Peyton and Reggie Wayne. It was that team. And it was amazing to see how different it was with the ones and twos. When Peyton is in there running the two-minute drill, he would throw it to Reggie Wayne, and it was just like thunk, thunk, thunk. He caught every fucking thing. And then when the twos are in there and it's still Peyton, he's throwing it boink, boink, boink. It's that much of a drop-off from ones to twos. And then, of course, when Peyton was out and the other quarterback was in, those balls aren't going where they're supposed to go. I mean, you, it, to an amateur like me, you could sit there and see with your eyeballs how gigantic the drop-off was from the ones and twos across the board. So, Who was the other quarterback? Was it Sorgi? might have been Sorgi. Remember there was a guy that like was Peyton's backup for 10 years that you only even know his name because of Madden or some shit. You yeah. Know? yeah, I do kind of remember him. I think it was Sorgi. There were a couple of guys that were like, you know, exactly what you think, like tall white guys that you vaguely knew their name from college, but not really. Curtis Painter. Curtis Painter was the one, not when I went, but that was the guy who filled in when Peyton left. And he, he ended up having to play. I had a bunch of jokes about Curtis Painter at the time. It was a big story, of course, in Indy. 
Andreas uh, is a wealth of football knowledge, and uh, Brad, one of the uh, Excel boys, is concurring. Jim is concurring. Sorgi, yeah. yeah, yeah. Painter, can you met? First of all, Painter had to fill the shoes of maybe the greatest quarterback of all time, certainly top five, right? Yeah, for sure. And he wasn't ready for prime time. And he had the alternative career choice on his back, right? You know, he heard that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that joke. <laughs> Trotting off the field. Go back to painting, motherfucker. You know that happened. And then they brought in Dan Orlovsky. I can only assume Orlovsky is a Polish word for landscaper. <laughs> These are the jokes I was doing. This is bringing me back. Kind of a star in broadcasting. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Absolutely. Uh, But this was before that. This was a few beats before that. Anyway, uh, what's the other big story? Oh, the Seahawks won. They beat uh, you know what's theoretically a very good Rams team. So kudos to the Seahawks. They clinched their division, and uh, and the Packers really made it look easy against the Titans in the snow. Right? That was a great game. Oh, I missed it. I missed it all. But uh, related to that, we have to give uh, major props. I mean, I might even say kudos. Yeah, I'm going to say it. <laughs> and taps on the back to our British friend for oh. winning the Quick Snaps Listener League. That's awesome. Congratulations, kudos, sir. Kudos, sir. That's nice. That's nice. That's a tough league to win in. I mean, it's 16 teams, PPR. There's no scrubs. I mean, there's nothing but scrubs on the waiver wire. So it's, you got to really have a little luck and stay focused the whole year <laughs> and make some good decisions down the stretch to, uh, to stay that long in it. So congrats, man. That's great. I went to sleep thinking he would be close and he probably wouldn't win. And I remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the league, and I mentioned that Ryan's a Packers fan, and he's got Devontae Adams on his team, so he's been powering him through the whole season. So it was obviously him, Devontae. Oh, was he behind going into that he game? He was behind big by like 30 or something like that, and oh Devontae put up 40-something points. What a great story. Oh, what a happy ending for him. You, that's great. That's like as as good as it can get, like your hometown player putting you over for a fantasy championship. On the night game after everything yeah. else has happened. Oh, oh that's yeah. awesome. Oh, it's even, even sweeter. And kudos to me for winning the bronze medal game against Andreas Economopoulos in our other league. No Nobody kudos. cares. No kudos. No, no kudos for no, that. No but kudos. It's, it's the first time close. I've ever denied kudos. I also uh, won the nothing bowl in the consolation bracket of my other league. So I have to, I get my money back. I won the nothing bowl. Congratulations. Kudos. No kudos for that either. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the consolation bracket? What is that? Yeah, we have, we have a, we have a four team playoff, so it's tighter to get into the playoffs. I came in fifth because of the safety at the last play of the last game oh, of the right. regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then you have to win the next two games to get your money back, which I did. Oh, I smashed right. everybody. And if it weren't for that safety, I would have beaten both of the other teams and be sitting here as the champion of the whole thing. That's the worst scoreboard watching when that happens. Yeah. yeah I haven't even posted that. I just kept it to myself till now. But just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you for uh, letting me know. I definitely appreciate that. <laughs> so do, do, is our guest here? We have a guest. We do have a guest here today. Is he here yet? I think he's still getting a little bit settled there in the waiting room, so we'll bring him on. Okay, let's do this. I want to do the, you remember the thing I did a couple years? I did, I've done it at least twice where there's like a snow game and we did the, this game is so white, right? Oh, yeah. 
This game is so white it owns a Prius, right? That that kind of thing. Hey, that what are you saying, man? This game is so white it has a moleskin notebook. Right? These are the jokes, right? We did this. We've done this a couple times. This game is so white, it still dabs, right? This kind of stuff. <laughs> Right. It owns the Friends DVD box set. This is this game was white. <laughs> so I posted this structure on the uh, All Pro Lines page and some people went nuts and it's been really fun. So these are some of my favorites. You ready? Yep. This is from the All Pro Lines peanut gallery. We love these guys. Uh, this game was so white. It's been to multiple Jimmy Buffett concerts <laughs> on a regular basis. It calls Target Target. Tom Griswold and Tim Cavanaugh look tan by comparison. See, that's a Bob and Tom fan there. This game is so white. It follows Kostaki on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> this game is so white. It only drinks white claw and microbrew IPAs, <laughs> which made me laugh because I was holding the microbrew IPA at the time. Of course you were. <laughs> this game was so white. It makes the Amish community look ethnically diverse. It doesn't need ID to vote in Florida or Georgia. Oh, that's white. <laughs> On the sidelines, they're all wearing members only jackets. This game is this game is white. It knows it's right. It knows it's right. So it is not leaving until it speaks to a manager. <laughs> this game is so white. Any gain over six inches has to be reviewed. <laughs> the tailgate food is potato salad with raisins. <laughs> It could be the starting five for the Iowa Hawkeyes. And finally, the game is so white. They keep dipping the football in ranch dressing. See, that's fun. Well done. Well done, sir. There's another hundred. Come to all pro lines and jump in and read, read a bunch of these and, uh, you know, post your own. It's fun. Very nice. Well, I think it's time to bring on our guest here. Let me give him a Let's little bit of an intro. He goes by the name of Dave Scott. Musically, he goes by Drama Music. Um, and he's responsible for the new opening song that we've been using this season. So, oh. um, so I know Dave through my cousin. He's one of the longest tenured Bills fans that I know for sure and loves it. I th- here's a, the memory that I have of Dave and the Bills is at my cousin John's wedding. First of all, what he did for my cousin was so cool. I don't, I don't Maybe he could probably tell the story a little bit, bit better. Um, but they basically produced an original like cover of a Ben Fold song that they danced to it for their first dance at the wedding. It was like my cousin was singing. I know the song. We're all like, oh, we love the song. It's a great song, great song. And it's, it's a little different. It's a little different. What is this? And somebody starts, oh, that's John. John, Dave, helped him do it. Dave, like it was just a very cool moment. And then the next day was a Sunday. We're all at this like really weird bar, and Dave comes popping in with a CJ Spiller jersey. I think it was. (laughs) Wow, this was this was many years ago. Let's bring him on. Welcome to the show, Dave. Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Appreciate the uh, the nice intro there too. Thank you. That is a nice intro. Thanks for the music, Dave. We appreciate it. My pleasure. My pleasure. I love, I love production. So that was my, uh, my pleasure to do that for you guys. Thanks for having me on. That's nice. CJ Spiller Jersey. Start with that. Do I have that right? Well, I mean like any good Bills fan or any good football fan for that matter, you had your share of, you know, crappy jerseys that we all bought over the years. Right. (laughs) (laughs) These guys, we hope they're going to turn into a superstar and stick with your team for uh, the whole franchise. And that usually doesn't happen with the Bills. So. (laughs) 
Got some good school jersey back in the day. And yeah, that was right around John's Aaron's cousin's uh, wedding up in Cooperstown. I did think CJ Spiller was going to be a big star. It just never quite happened. He had a, he had some he had a few minutes as a fantasy relevant thing, but he never really stuck around. It was, I was surprised. Right. Well, I, he's one of those guys. He's like almost too athletic. I would say. You know, he kind of peaked early, if you would, so to speak. Like the, the Bills ran him ragged too. I mean, they way too many touches early in his career. I would say. Hmm. So. so the Bills, they're they're the they're the dynasty, the scary monster <laughs> across the lake is over. This is their this is it. This is the beginning I mean, of a new era, it. right? This like yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm confident about tonight. Uh I think your average Bills fan would say, All right, this is, you know, changing the guard, the handing of the torch, uh all the cliche things that one dynasty or one one franchise that's been dominating for so long is finally over. We hope we, we think we're, well, we're pretty sure of that. So they, the Patriots are not in the playoffs for sure. And the bills will, are they for sure in the playoffs? Even if they screw this up? Yeah. Yeah. They're in, they won they the AFC. Sure okay. yeah. So this is just the, this is just the celebration. This is just oh, yeah. a smashing. They'll probably like, win by 20 and this will be a great party for everyone. Right. Right. We hope, we hope. Yeah. But even I if everything goes wrong. Run the score. Why not? <laughs> If everything goes wrong, the dynasty is still over. That the nails in that coffin. I'm saying. I'm. Do you agree with this as a Bills? I fan? agree with that. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. All right. Yeah, not the same team, the Patriots. So right, right. Oh, it's good to see. Listen, we all love this, right? You're, you're, I know Aaron's a Giants fan. I mean, we all love this. This is <laughs> this Everyone. is something we can all enjoy together. Everyone who's not currently wearing a Gronk jersey loves this. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Everyone hates them except people in Massachusetts. So, so right. yes, I think so. I mean, this uh, is this is the first time that the Bills have made the playoffs since I think it was 1999. I was still in high school. I mean, has this been the most enjoyable year for you in a long time? So or what? This, yeah, it, it has been. And it's just like, I don't know. I'll, I'll get to that in a second where, where I'm kind of at with the season, but uh, first time winning the division in 25 years since 1995 is what happened last weekend when they beat the Broncos. Um, and you may recall they've made the playoffs. This will now be three out of four years. But the first year back, what was it, three yeah, years ago? Do you remember the, the Ravens had that, like, incredible uh, – I'm sorry, the Cincinnati Bengals had this incredible play at the end of the game. Andy Dalton threw, like, a, a laser down up the oh, team. And I uh, Tyler Boyd Bills. caught it for yeah. a touchdown knocked the Ravens out of the playoffs and the Bills got in that year. And that was oh, the, yeah. the final break of the drought. But we're, we're three years removed from that. And it's a far different team than it was with Tyrod Taylor. So I forgot you know, that. I feel good about everything. Got to feel good about it. Right. I now. was in a Florida bar during the, there was like a bunch of games going on at the end of, it was, it was like the very last few minutes of week 17. Right. Is this right? Three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. The Bills had already beaten Miami and they were kind of just, sitting and waiting they had they needed the Ravens to lose to get in and it happens like was, on the last play of the game there were several games on the screens all over the place and I did, wasn't really connected to what was happening <clears throat> and then the Bills fans went fucking bananas over <laughs> over an Andy Dalton Bengal pass that didn't seem to involve I was so confused like someone at the bar <laughs> had to catch me up right I forgot that. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And then a bunch of the Bills fans gave to Dalton's charity and everything. It was like a big story arc for this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's right. I forgot that story. All right. So, but you've been a Bills fan since you were always, right? So I've been a Bills fan since I can really remember. I think, so I'm, I'm 83. So, you know, <laughs> when the Bills started making the Jim Kelly era, when they started making the runs and on all that, I mean, it was, 
I recall it, but I wasn't quite old enough to really grasp what was happening, at least in uh, the, the Super Bowl versus the Giants. So, um, but the, the story I like, the way I like to put it's it weird, is weird because I remember I was, it pretty well. <laughs> that's good. I'm, uh, it's probably a good thing I don't remember it that well, to be honest. <laughs> it would have been not a great first memory as a Bills fan, you know. But um, the way I tell the story is this when I was old enough to kind of know football and really become a fan, my, my dad uh, was an avid Browns fan. And we were so close with cousins of mine living upstate New York. So it was either the Browns or the Bills because they're in Rochester. So they're, they're diehard Bills fans up there. Um, so it was either pick your poison. And early 90s, the Bills were a much better team than the Cleveland Browns. So that's how I became a, a Bills fan. Uh, and diehard ever since. You know, I don't waver. It's, it's finally good to see we have a good team. I mean, I've been waiting my whole life for this. So I think Josh Allen's our guy. Uh you know, he kind of just against all odds became a pretty good quarterback in a really short amount of time. And right. I think it's going to stick. I mean, the system is there. The players are there. So, you know, it's a, a good thing to see finally in Buffalo. <laughs> Those yeah. fans are going crazy. I mean, no, no one has made as I can't remember anybody making that much of a jump as far as being good at completing passes, right? Usually you're kind of, you sort of come in and you get a little better, but it's like he made like two big jumps, right? Like he's really, he's really dramatically improved from when he first wandered into the league. So that's great. Yeah, he really has. I mean, just to give you the long story short on that is, and I'm like, I'm a, such a diehard fan that I do all my research and I'm also a fantasy guy. So I kind of know players, but Josh and uh, what do you have one year in Wyoming or something? And the system was like, so dumbed down. They had no playmakers. They just did a bunch of dump offs and screens and, and, you know, like short stuff. So the completion percentage was, I think 58%. People were like, this guy's going to bomb. He's never going to make it in the NFL. And here we are three years later. And he looks like, you know, he's a top five quarterback and hopefully stays that way. Right. So, well, yeah, I think uh, McDermott's a great coach too, you know. We we have the pieces in place. <laughs> yeah, I mean Diggs, adding Diggs makes a big, big difference for a guy like him too. Yeah, Diggs is I mean, talk about like even from a fantasy standpoint, Diggs has always been a beast, but now to see it firsthand, honestly, I don't know that I don't know many other route runners as good as he is in the NFL now. Even Julio Jones is older, banged up, really can't be the same anymore. You know, where do you put him? Maybe top top three, top five receiver, right? For, for digs. Wow. He's had a huge impact. I think, I mean, I had, him on, I had him on my <clears throat> fantasy team and he's, he's top five in every league. I think even if it's not PPR, yeah. um, I mean, fantasy he has been a monster because we yeah. all had this like, Oh, and you know, sometimes when a good guy goes to a different place, it doesn't come together. Right. We, that's always right. the concern in fantasy, but man, it sure clicked right away. That's I mean, been fun. Yeah. To watch. If he can stay there, a lot of fun. if he stays there for a couple of years, he'll have a similar impact for the bills that, uh, Plaxico had for the Giants in you know the four year run or whatever it was. I think Diggs could end up being one of the best receivers that the Bills have had. I mean, I, I can't. Who would you say is on that list? I mean, uh, is Andre Reed on there? Like, uh, who's like top five wide receivers that that you've watched play for the Bills? Yeah, Reed definitely on the top five. He just broke uh, Eric Mold's uh, receiving yardage record in a single season, like Eric over thirteen hundred. Over 1,300 yards already, and there's still two games left. So, Diggs, <laughs> Diggs I would put him up there with uh, Reed, Mold, you know. Um, Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> Kelvin <laughs> Benjamin. Bottom five. Come on. Bottom five. Kelvin Benjamin. How come he's not still a thing? He seemed to have it all together, and then it went yeah. away. Where is he? Did he get hurt, or is he out of the league? 
I think he just got overweight and he's he's busted up and out of the league probably. But, uh, you know, he's eating a sandwich somewhere. <laughs> he went to yeah. he went to With Carolina for hands. for a minute, but I can't remember what <laughs> happened after that. He was Anquan Bolden light. Didn't work out. <laughs> Well, all these guys quit on the Bills, you know, but now I actually <laughs> want to play for them. So, <laughs> oh, please, let's have a good Bills team for 10 years. Torture Bill Belichick, please, for the love of God. Will oh. do. That'd be my pleasure. Oh. So, <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, playoff matchup, you know, it's going to be interesting what happens next week. The Bills, uh, if they win tonight, clinch the number two spot. Or, I'm sorry, they don't clinch the number two spot. They have to also win next week or hopes this, uh, Pittsburgh loses next week to clinch the number two spot, but then they, they can play either. What is it? Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, Indianapolis. Well, so many questions uh, in the first round. So one of those teams is not making it in at all. A 10 win team is out and they might win and be out. You might have an 11 win team, not make the playoffs. playoffs. That's crazy. Right. In the AFC. I mean, after the last few years, how bad the AFC was a couple years ago. Right. And now we have a, a six-win team, a six-win right. team from from New York, maybe if everything falls right for Aaron, it's gonna right. happen, man. What you watch next week? We'll be talking <laughs> about happen. the NFC East champs. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be a Giants Bills Super Bowl. I think. I think the Bills, honestly, they have the best shot at, at beating the uh, the, Chiefs. the Chiefs. They're the best, not Chiefs, right? Yeah, I think so. I think right now they're the best, not Chiefs in the AFC, at least. Yeah. But who's on the NFC? There's nobody better than either one of those teams on the other side. Packers, maybe, maybe. Uh, Packers have some warts. They have some. Uh, they have some ugly losses. That's true. I don't know. The Saints are so up and down, right? Yeah, yeah I guess you can't really throw anybody kind of in that category. I would put that, uh, me personally. I, I would go Chiefs, Bills, and then you know, then there's a conversation like ten ways that the Saints are probably third place. Right, somewhere something something like that. So, who would be your Super Bowl pick then, if, if you had to pick right now? I don't know how you pick against the Chiefs, but if if the if the, somebody's going to beat them, I I would love it for the to be the Bills. Of course, that would be a great story. And the other side, I don't know. I guess you pick Saints. Although I had the Seahawks from the beginning of the year, and I felt like a genius in in October, November, and then lately they've been not so great. But they beat the Rams pretty handily, right? Yeah, it was almost so, domination. I did see a lot of that. I mean, if they can if they can be the best them, I I would love to see the Seahawks. But you know, of course. Aaron Rodgers has something to say about that. And there's four or five other teams that could pop up and just be great because they've been good, you know, and they put it all together. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see Arizona surprise people or Pittsburgh kind of regathers their strength. They're good when they're good, you know. I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. That's why we watch. That's why we watch. It's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd love to see the Packers. I, I think the Packers uh, potentially against either the Bills or the Chiefs would be a great Super Bowl matchup. I mean, you got, you know, great quarterbacks no matter which way you turn. And yeah, that's right. Probably a high-scoring affair. So I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, listen, the Giants, even if they get in, they're one and done. Uh, so I'll be a Bills fan this postseason. They've been my, my one... A, in the way that Jacksonville was a few years ago, Kasaki. 
I've been rooting, right, rooting right. for Buffalo for a while, and it's uh, I've been very, I'm very happy that you came on here to show them a little love and to have a little victory lap because you, the fan base certainly deserves it. No kidding. Thank Jeez. you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It is it is good to chat football um, in general, but I mean, Bills, Bills fans, Bills mafia have been waiting so long for this. I mean, 25 years since the division, 1995. Like, think back 1995, where we all were. It's like kind of a a mind twist, a mind fuck, if you will. Uh, <laughs> 25 years. You guys invented um, an entire parking lot activity because your team is so bad. <laughs> you guys. Exactly. Out of you, boredom and just frustration, <laughs> you know, and you're not, they're tired of fighting each other up there in Buffalo. So <laughs> what's the next best thing? I guess the folding table, right? Yeah. Flaming table. Yeah. That's better. No. Yeah. Dave, yeah. If, they, if they beat the Patriots tonight, can you make a video of your, you body slamming one of your kids through a table? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, do, I actually uh, broke all my tables already. I don't have any left. We're, <laughs> I'm actually going to be renovating my house uh, soon, so we're kind of packing stuff up to move out for a little bit. And I broke all the tables as a result of that uh, <laughs> last weekend. Uh, one of the worst activities let's in get, the world. Let's get closer. Make a make a run in the playoffs, and we'll we'll find a table. I'll get one of my kids to jump on it a few times. Beautiful. Well, thanks for joining us, man. Everybody, check out dramamusic.com. Uh, some hot beats on there. I was Good over there. You well. I was over there checking it out today and uh, zoning out to it. So I, I appreciate it, man. So uh, keep cool. doing what you're doing, man. And thanks for. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Thanks again, man. Go Bills. Hey, thanks, guys. Go Bills. All right. Go Thank Bills. You. Cool. Very nice. All right. That's Let's... good timing. Kind of this uh, celebration game. I feel like we need something there when the guest. The oh, when the when the guest leaves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like, ah, oh. all right. All right. And another gear. Uh, can we talk about the microphone? We the, Thanks to the peeps for uh, hooking us up here. Uh, yeah. You did the uh, heavy lifting and the, uh, and the supporters uh, did the heavy spending. You got a good <laughs> microphone for me finally. Yeah. You sound much better today. I, I hope we get a lot of compliments on the sound uh, because, you know, I appreciate the fact that you were able to connect it all by yourself. And, uh, you know, you know, and uh, even a blind squirrel. <laughs> so, yeah. Major shout out to the Patreon contributors. Uh, let's get that up there. Patreon.com slash quick snaps. Uh, thanks to you guys. We were able to get Kostaki a better microphone. So much appreciated. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Indeed. Indeed. Thanks, guys. And thanks for all your support, all you guys who are Patreon contributors in particular, and all you guys who have hung with us through, you know, a few years of this craziness. We really appreciate uh, appreciate your listenership and uh, being a part of the thing and making some good comments on the uh, on the site, on uh, iTunes and, you know, joining us on social media and chiming in and we even had some folks call in and when we we'll do that again on the podcast and uh we're going to keep doing this every week uh at 7:30 Eastern through a Super Bowl wrap up at least and then we'll debate from there what the schedule will be. Um quick programming note as long as we're doing programming stuff. Tomorrow I'm not going to be doing uh uh 50 toasts because of a schedule quirk here. <clears throat> um but I will be doing it every week going forward uh starting in the new year. Uh, Tuesdays at 9 p.m., 50 toasts on my 
uh, Kostaki social media platforms. And of course, every uh, Monday, 730 for the live version of this podcast, we do that on the quick snap social media platforms. And then of course, most of you listen to it as you always have for free, wherever you get your podcast. So thanks for all that stuff. Um, I would, I got a weird, uh, uh, kudos and taps on the back. Can I do it? Can I do a weird one? Yeah. Hit me. I'm going to do Josh Allen. He hasn't even played this week. I'm going to do, I'm going to do uh proactive, uh, taps on the back for wow. dance, dancing on Belichick's grave tonight in the celebratory game. Oh that? yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah. It'd be fun. You know, in a polite way, dance on his grave. Is he going to dab? Politely. <laughs> game is so white. It still dabs. <laughs> uh, Josh Allen's got a little bit of flavor in the dance moves. I, I appreciate it. It is a little. He is a little less white than you would think for yeah. a giant white kid from Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, you see, you see a big-headed white dude, and you're like, he doesn't know anything about dancing. That's that's all pickup <laughs> trucks and country music. <laughs> but yeah, he's a interesting, interesting move to give a. Proactive kudos. I Proactive like it. kudos because I'm like excited it. about tonight. Uh, by the way, I this I, not everybody cares about these kind of things, but just briefly, my favorite pandemic tradition comes to an end tonight. What's that? I grab some micro brews and run over to Andreas's house for Monday Night Football. It's the last Monday Night game till September. Oh, yeah. Now, we may be able to throw in a Saturday night playoff game or something here and there coming up, maybe. But the Monday Night Football, I got to say, it's my favorite thing. We're we're super careful. It's He's got this perfect – I'm going to post a couple pictures tonight as a little nod to it because it's really been like a, it's a little chapter that's kind of coming to a close tonight. It's really been a pleasure. I go I grab a couple of beers. We go over there. He's got this beautiful screened-in porch, so we're outside. The last month or so has been really cold, uh, but we commit. We're doing it. We're outside. We're at the opposite ends of the thing. We have some beers. We hang out. He's got this beautiful flat screen in the, in the thing. He's got this little uh, – I don't know what you call it. Like it's almost like a decorative fireplace thing. And then he's got one of those big ass umbrella heater things too. Ooh, he fancy. Yeah, it's nice. It's really nice. It's not fancy, but it's like got everything you need. And uh, it's been awesome. So uh, I love you, bro. I'm looking forward to, uh, to having an, one last beat of it tonight. Only the Patriots could ruin it. <laughs> Man, you're getting drunk tonight, huh? <laughs> Yeah, you don't get drunk. You don't get drunk. You, what no. you do, what you do is you get these uh, high octane micro brews and you share them. That way, you can have six halves of beer. You know what I mean? I'm a little uncomfortable with the octane usage. It's a high octane, high octane <laughs> beers. Not always, but that's been my recent hobby: the high octane beers. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun, man. I'm glad. I told you my theory. It's working. What is the theory? Here's the theory. I stopped drinking beer, not always, but I would I, drinking beer became like the exception to my drinking rule. It yeah. would be like when I was with buddies, I would drink beer. And then if I had drinks with my wife or like whatever, and on a, you know, on a Thursday, I just have a couple glasses of wine or something, or I'd occasionally make a cocktail because I didn't want to get up and pee all the time. But I love beer. Beer's my favorite buzz, like a beer buzz. Just there's something so pleasurable and college fun about a beer buzz. So this is what I do. Instead of drinking five or six or seven beers, I drink three high-octane beers. 
And then I don't have to pee all night, and I still get my beer buzz. It's perfect. My beer buzz. I still get my beer buzz. My beer buzz. (laughs) (laughs) I I invented this whole theory, and it's working out. Just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure no one ever thought of that before. Yeah, I'm the only one. I'm the first one who ever thought of that. For (laughs) sure. <laughs> no question. Well, listen, man, I'm enjoying watching your journey from afar. I hope to have a high octane beer with you at some point soon <laughs> in person. I, we're going to hang out at Andreas's house if I can get the invite, man, because that sounds All like right. a good time. I'm down. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, let me give some real kudos before we get out of here, too. And I feel bad because I don't even have the guy's name, but I was watching the Red Zone and it popped up. This stat popped up. Uh, one of the Bears defenders, and I'm already apologizing for not knowing his name. Oh, this is a fun game. Let me see if I can look it up while you keep talking. But when I was watching it, they showed a stat that said he had three turnovers all by himself, two interceptions, and a fumble recovery. I'm sure that doesn't happen very often. So that might be the Georgia boy, right? I don't know. There's a number one pick from Georgia that went to the Bears. He's been a big star. What's his name? I don't know. <clears throat> But the uh, the unnamed Bears defender gets a lot of kudos. A lot of kudos. Taps on the back. Appreciate you. Great effort. I want to be able to. I want to be able to resolve this before we run away because I think it's the Georgia guy. While you're, if you're gonna look still, because I I gave it a quick search, could not find it. Uh, but if anybody knows, sound off on the comments. But while you're looking, um, there was a number fifty four for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Gave himself some taps on the back after making a play. Yeah. He made a really nice tackle, and he was just tapping himself on the back like this. And I couldn't help but wonder if he's a listener to the show or <laughs> and or Akib Talib, who was a Ram. Was that his thing? Did he, did he give people taps on the back like that? Was that a, I, I need to know. Roquan Smith. It's got to be Roquan Smith, right? That sounds right. Sure. Georgia, first round pick for the Bears. He's been a star. His name eluded me, but I remember that kid. Had you not suspected that he was a Georgia kid, would you have put that effort in? No. (laughs) I would have gone, yeah, yeah. That's a shame we don't know his name. (laughs) Congrats, kid. (laughs) Awesome. Good hanging with you, man. Good hanging with you, man. Say hello to your brother. I'll do that. I'll do that. Um, turn on the heat, Andreas. <laughs> it's actually kind of mild here today. What's the temperature like where you are? Oh, it was nice today. It was in it was like 52 today. Yeah, today it was 50. I think it hit 57 briefly, which I, I'll, I'm fine with that. That's, that's acceptable. Very nice reprieve. I could deal with that. Here the last week of December. Well, hey, this is hey, it just didn't occur to me till just a second. This is our last podcast of 2020 wow wow i've never been one to give a shit about flipping a calendar day before but if you're ever going to care about one this one this week is pretty significant right milestone moment here oh praise baby jesus that 2020 is almost over yeah you know what and right now we have Limited edition collector items, some, some <laughs> quick snaps T-shirts with the year 2020 on them. Everyone's favorite year. 
We have some left, uh, so we we should get get rid of some of those. Let's figure out a way to do that. I'll I'll uh, you know what? On the Quick Snaps Twitter at Quick Snaps Show, I'm just gonna tweet out the sizes that we have remaining. And if okay. you want one, just send us a DM or reply to the tweet. Look for it uh, tonight or tomorrow, and then you okay. can respond. And um, all we ask is that if you haven't already, just go ahead and leave a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. And uh, we'll get these last remaining T-shirts, 2020 Quick Snaps T-shirts out to you. Out to you in 2021. In 2021. (laughs) (laughs) Everything must go. (laughs) We're going out of business. It's Crazy Eddie's. (laughs) (laughs) all right go bills hope you guys uh get all all, everything you need in fantasy maybe there's a fantasy championship waiting in the wings somewhere of them yeah there's there's listeners out there who are biting their nails and and rooting for stefan Diggs tonight or whatever oh yeah all right that's fun well enjoy that good luck to you thanks for listening happy new year happy new year we'll talk to you next year everybody (laughs) 